Hello and welcome to A Mighty Practice, a podcast about how to identify and overcome your creative roadblocks. I'm your host, artist and coach, Christine Garvey. In each episode, I'll share challenges I've encountered in my own creative practice over the last 15 years and techniques I've developed to work through them. If you're feeling blocked, frustrated, or overwhelmed in your creative work and you don't know where to go, you are not alone, my friends, and you're in the right place. Hey, podcast listeners, Christine here. How are you? Happy Friday. Today is a really special episode because it is my last podcast before I am taking a summer break, a big old summer break, because I'm having a baby. I'm having a kid. I'm going on mat leave. <laughs> so I am going to be taking a pause from the podcast for the next three months or so, which is a good long break, and I need it to get ready for this next creative project, which is uh, raising a kid, which will be fun and pretty wild. And (laughs) so the last couple months I've been preparing for uh, the taking a break and getting ready for this next stage. And I've actually kind of pulled together, you know, a lot of different thoughts on, um, taking a break and creating how when you are at kind of a new stage in your work or you need to prepare for a change how do you do that like what are some ways to do that and so I've been thinking um, a lot about that over the last couple months and struggling with different aspects of that over the last few months and so I wanted to make this kind of last episode before I go some thoughts on taking a break and specifically on creating an exit strategy. So what do I mean by that? Um, I will give you an example. I am working with somebody right now who is an amazing artist. And if she's listening to this, she's going to know who she is. And she just finished a huge, huge project. It's a major accomplishment of a film. She's been working on this film for six years big project, very ambitious, and it's beautiful. And it's come to fruition, right? And there's an aspect of it that is finished. And she is struggling with, like so many of us, feeling a sense of satisfaction with that finished project, but also really stepping away from that work and giving herself room to consider what's next right? So instead, she's more like, well, you know, maybe this needs to be a feature film now. Maybe I need to go get grants. And maybe I got to go work with these people. I got to find a, you know, some more support. I have to do the film, you know, the editing is slightly differently. I need to get the sound thing approved. And it's just rolling on and on and on. And I relate to this. uh, Because I was doing the exact same thing with preparing for my mat leave, preparing my school to be running without me for a few months, preparing like my coaching programs to be running without me for a few months. Um, there is, it's very, very hard to sever yourself from something that you care about, right? To step away from something that you have been very, very invested in and you want to see grow. But what's important about this is that when we are on the production wheel, when we are stuck at generate for a very long time, 
as creative people, uh, there are some challenges around that, right? Because we lose sight of what we want for our work and from our work. And those are two different things. What do you want your work to give the world, right? To be out there, to be a message for, to who do you want it to serve? And then what do you want it to give yourself? How do you want your work to serve you in your life, right? So when we are going and we are overdoing it and we're overly invested in a project and we're having a really hard time severing or stepping away, taking a break, uh, we lose sight of those two things. What we want for our work and from our work. Those are two different things. When we get stuck at Generate, here are some other things that we do. We lose context. We forget why we started this project to begin with, what motivated us initially. We lose a sense of purpose, right? What does my day-to-day look like? What am I doing? I feel so overwhelmed with all the different pieces of this project. What is my purpose? What is my intention within this work? We lose enthusiasm. So the excitement, the initial excitement that you felt when you're approaching a big project, um, that drive that you might have been running on is running low. Your enthusiasm is diminished. And that's okay. That's natural, right? But that's kind of indicating that you might need to be thinking about a break. You lose your freshness. Ideas that came to you so quickly and easily and loosely are unable to come to you in the same way when you are stuck on generate, right? You lose your fresh ideas. They're not springing up as easily. You lose your ability to see opportunity for the work, including collaboration. We, when we get very, very invested in a project, we become the sole creative machine that moves that project forward. And we burn ourselves out. And oftentimes, what we do is is we do not see possibility in the work to uh, collaborate with other people, to bring a new perspective in, to seek resources that we hadn't thought of before because we're so in that tunnel. We're so, uh, you know, using ourselves as a singular machine that moves the project forward when it's a big project that you're invested in. So that is a sign that you need to take a break because you are not seeing things um, very clearly, right? The way that you might have at the beginning of the project. So it's a really good sign that you might have to step away. All right. Well, these are all, it's great to know these things. Maybe you're feeling these things. I definitely have felt these things, you know, whether it's about a creative project or at times with my school, right? I can burn out and be stuck on generate and feel all of these things that I'm talking about here. And I know my student was feeling all of the things that I'm talking about here with her massive film project. So what do you do? When you are in this state where you are losing sight of what you want for your work and from your work, how do you commit to stepping away from a project? What is your exit strategy?
Okay. And when I say exit strategy, this does not mean you are leaving the project forever, right? It could be just something that you have to take a step back from that you can then return to. So what is a sustainable way to create uh, an approach where you can step back from work you're very invested in to then see some greater context, restore your fresh ideas, and come back to that work when you're ready, when it's time. Okay? So I have been thinking about this as I prepare for my kid because unfortunately I don't have a choice, right? <laughs> this kid is like, he's arriving, he's arriving soon. And I have to step back from um, my work as a coach and my work as an artist and my work at the school. And I had to find a way to create an, a temporary exit strategy so that I could step back and then I can re-enter the work in a sustainable way. So here are kind of my five uh, pieces of what I was thinking about and, and how I did that. The first one is creating a finish line. Second one, prioritizing. Third is delegation. Fourth is establishing boundaries. And the fifth is allowing for relief. Okay, so let's look at those uh, in a a deeper dive. Um, The first one, creating a finish line. Now, in the case of my project, my project baby, (laughs) there there was a finish line, right? I had a due date. I knew that I had to have certain things completed by that due date or well before that due date. Um, For a lot of people, you're not going to have a due date. You're not going to have a finish line, especially when it's a really, really big project right? You might, you might not have, you might have uh, multiple finish lines. So that is what I would recommend to you is when you have something that's really massive and unwieldy and there is not a clear finish line, you have to establish one. So if you could, with the project that you're working on right now, that you want to consider how you could take a break from, can you think of if you had to create three artificial finish lines, what would they be? Okay, maybe there's like a summer finish line where you're just getting some one piece of the project done. Maybe there's a fall finish line where you step back and you reevaluate some things and that or, you know, you know, take it from there. So in the case of my student that I was working with, she had finished her film and she needed to submit it to festivals. Well, the deadline for those festivals was in the summer. So we said, okay, what that with finish line number one, what has to get done, has to get done to get us to that finish line and committing that once you get to that finish line, you're going to step back and you're going to shift gears. Every other decision that is after that finish line is going to be placed on hold so you give yourself space for consideration. Okay, so think about your project. If you had to set a finish line, that's very reasonable, not a big finish line, like six years from now, like an immediate finish line, a finish line in the next three to six months, what would it be? And can you mark it on your calendar and give yourself permission to work with that finish line and commit to that finish line? Okay, once you have done that, we have to think about your 
priorities. Now, this is something that most creative people really, really struggle with is how to set priorities because we've talked about this a little bit in the scarcity mindset episode, right? We are often being pulled in so many different directions that it is very, very unclear what should be a priority for us in our work. And specifically, if we're talking about a big project that you're invested in, a priority to get that project finished and get it out there and share it with the world in the way that you want to, that feels good. So a big piece of this is being honest about what really needs to get done. So if you go back to that first piece, that finish line, say you have a finish line of September 1st, right? Three months from now. What are the five things that have to get done in order to meet that finish line? I want you to force yourself to shortlist the top five priorities that need to happen in order to reach that finish line. And what you're going to find is that that's really hard, right? You're going to have like a long list. And I, you could start there where you could start with a really long list of like, this is everything I feel like I have to get done. Just get it all out. Just write it all out. And then from that long, you know, release of a list, I want you to pick the five things that truly, truly have to get done. A lot of the stuff on that list is stuff you are telling yourself has to get done in order for you to step away from this project. And in all likelihood, that is not true. That is something that you're convincing yourself you're going to feel good if you get done. But really, it's not something that has to get done. So if you could say the five things that have to get done, what would they be? And make that short list of things and assign dates to those items. Okay, put those things on your calendar commit to those top five priorities. Anything else that is below those things, this is where you're going to do number three, is you're going to delegate. Okay, so the things that you really need to be involved in, if it's creating content, if it's for my filmmakers, locking picture, if it's, you know, managing an editor, whatever it is, right, the stuff that you have to be involved in, uh, That's right. Those are your priorities. And then everything else, minor things like what can you delegate? Delegate or die, (laughs) as they say, right? You cannot be involved. You do not have to be involved with every aspect of this project that you care so much about. And creative people, we tend to be very controlling uh, because we care. Again, we are invested in this work. We want it to be good. We want it to be great. It's a reflection of our self-worth. It's a reflection of our value as people who make things. And so we want to be involved with a lot of different aspects of our project. And what ends up happening is we overwhelm ourselves. We spin out. We get exhausted. We get stuck on generate. And then we're fucked, right? All of our creative juice is gone because we are in the weeds We're stuck in the weeds of these minor, minor things that we won't let go of. And I'm sharing this with you because this is something that I struggle with, full disclosure. I know that my uh, lead coach, Stephanie DeCutta-Costa, hey Steph, is is listening to this right now, and she's laughing her ass off (laughs) because she knows, I told her that I was going to talk about this today, she knows that this is so, so hard 
right? And even if it's hard for you, you gotta practice it. Because if you were in the weeds of every aspect of your creative project, right? If you were that singular creative machine that is moving it forward, it will not have a long life. Oof. Know what I'm saying? Right? You can only take it so far. This is where the delegation is so, so huge. So practice that with this project. You got your top five priorities, right? That's the stuff that you are putting first. What falls underneath that? All those little things. Can you delegate? Can you delegate to a partner, to a to a TA if you're a teacher, to your assistant editor, to somebody that you can hire for help? And anything that you cannot delegate, can you take off your list completely? Is it disrupting your ability to meet that deadline? Is it actually essential and important for getting this work to the first state that you want it to be in that first deadline? Okay. So that is number three. We're talking about delegation. Number four, this one's equally as important and equally hard. Again, this one's hard for me too, (laughs) is create boundaries. Okay, you have made this deadline, you have made this prioritization list, you have identified some things that you can delegate or you can eliminate from the list to, again, meet that initial deadline that is going to help you temporarily exit, temporarily step back. And now we need some rules. We need some rules so that these first three things things that you set in place, you can actually implement. What are boundaries with this project. Boundaries might mean, okay, my film project is going to be launched on July 15th. And after that date, I'm going to put up my auto reply. And I'm not going to respond to emails. I am not going to attempt to do that grant application. I am not going to reach out to that person right? And I'm committing to those boundaries. Boundaries might be, you know, for me, my mat leave starts on the 30th of June. And I am going to, you know, let my team do their work. And I'm going to take a step back, right? I'm not going to be on my emails. Boundaries might mean that you were only dealing with certain aspects of a project on certain days. You know, maybe Monday is your day where you do all your invoicing for the project. Tuesday is your day where you work on a grant application for that project. Wednesday is the day that you deal with your assistant editor on that project, right? And you create some terms and boundaries around how you're going to move this project forward enough that you do not run yourself down and you're creating a habit that makes your ability to step away more possible, right? It's like you're practicing for that stepping away, that taking a break by creating some boundaries. Again, so freaking hard. How are you going to do that with this project? How are you going to allow yourself to step away? Practice it now. Practice some terms around when you set your phone down for the day. When you stop looking at the work, when you stop reviewing it, practice in micro steps these ways to renew yourself, mini restorations on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. So when you do get to that finish line, you are not unfamiliar with the feeling of relief. 
with the feeling of a break. You know what that's supposed to feel like because I think that is also something that creative people struggle with. They don't know how to take a break. They don't know what that break should feel like and it feels uncomfortable when it's happening. And so we fill our time with things to do, right? To like to keep going, to keep feeling, we get that satisfaction, that that kind of um, fake thrill of working, of keeping going, of moving the project forward, right? And in reality, it's really not being as productive and useful as we think it is. So give yourself by creating boundaries, give yourself these mini steps to experience rest, to experience pause. So when you do a larger pause and you truly sever from the project temporarily, it is not unfamiliar to you and you are prepared for that change. You with me? Okay. So what are those boundaries going to be? Maybe start with three that you're committing to and make them tangible to put them in place. Example, I'm not going to answer email after six o'clock. I'm going to put up my auto reply at this time. I will only deal with these collaborators on these days. Whatever works for you, right? Super specific to the way that you work and your project. Put them in place and allow them to enable you in this transition transitional period. Okay? And that is number five. The last one is allow yourself to experience relief. To experience celebration. And one way that I might express doing that, because, you know, I think about this, this artist, I'm, I've been sharing her story with you today, because she has accomplished something so profound. She has made something so amazing. And I want to know when it's going to be celebrated. When are we going to say like, oh, this film is pretty darn cool, like pat on the back, you did it. We very rarely allow ourselves a moment of reflection and celebration for the work that we have accomplished, even if it's not in the total state that we, uh, you know, want it to be in exactly, you know, from what, what we had in our minds when we started the project. So I want you to build that in, not just a, okay, I'm done working now. That grant application is in, that open call submission is sent, that portfolio is finished, but like actual celebration of accomplishment you fucking did it man that is pretty darn cool you made something and it has a life and that life is without you now right it's going to go out living in the world in the way that it needs to live in the world so create that experience of relief is it uh you know a deadline and you have the weekend off is it going out to dinner to celebrate what you've accomplished? Is it planning a residency to, you know, take a break and enjoy yourself? This is what my artist is doing. She's going on a residency. So great. Um, whatever it is, you know, and just just kind of savor that a little bit. Sometimes when we have something to look forward to, moving into that transition, it's like psychologically helpful to help us get us to that next stage. All right. So wherever you are, your big project could be becoming a parent. Give me a call. Let me know how it's going. I'll be doing that too. <laughs> it could be starting a painting practice. It could be, you know, maybe you're leaving a job and there's same things to think about. You know, you can apply these, these rules for that too. Wherever you're at, um, just be kind to yourself along the way 
And I hope that these kind of, um, this structure helped you think through that a little bit. So this is the last you're going to be hearing from me for a while. Um, but there, our school is still happening this summer. We still have like a lot of things going on. I have uh, my amazing lead coach, Stephanie DeCutacosta, coming over to do some incredible things at the school. One of the workshops she's teaching is called Unpacking Your Practice. That's happening in July to help you think about some of the core ideas and motivations in your work, which is super, super cool. I want to take this workshop. It sounds so good. Um, but if you want to keep thinking about these ideas, and if you want to keep hearing podcast lessons like this one, conversations, come on over to the school because we have a ton of stuff that is in our platform that could be useful to you right now. Here are some of the topics that we talk about uh, that are podcast episodes in that are just for our members that I think you guys might like. One of them is called Breaking Your Own Rules. What are the rules that you set in your practice that you were unaware of and how do you break them so you can move your work to the next level? Uh, cultivating Trust. This is a huge one. I think when creative people really, we struggle to trust ourselves, trust our ideas, trust the value of our ideas. And one of the things I talk about in this episode, which I think about a lot, is where do you seek assurances? And the places that you seek assurances to be told that you're okay, that the work is good enough, that you are good enough, are those places really disrupting your ability to trust yourself? And how do you set that aside? So that is in our episode on cultivating trust generating focus oof focus that so relates to this episode today uh dealing with indecision feeling embarrassed how to integrate feedback so maybe you've gotten feedback what the heck do you do with it how do you integrate it uh and then this concept of the gas versus the brakes those two kind of maneuvers in your practice of moving forward and taking a step back and how do you use those two levers to keep um, your work moving in a sustainable way like what does creative momentum actually mean so those are some of the topics that we have going on right now that I thought you might like and I am going to link in the show notes we're running a flash sale of our workshop membership until this Sunday uh coming up so in the next two days so it's a 48 hour sale from when you might be hearing this podcast um so check it out come and, and check out the link in the show notes and otherwise if we don't see you in the school have an amazing summer i hope it's restful and i will see you hopefully with some fresh ideas in september i'm looking forward to it all right, y'all. Have a great summer and we'll talk to you soon. Good luck. If you want to dig deeper into some of the ideas we talked about here today, you have to come check out my new school for artists at amightypractice.com. We offer classes and coaching to give artists of all levels what they need to get started and stay motivated in their creative work. Find out more by going to amightypractice.com or stay in touch with what we're doing by signing up for our bi-weekly newsletter. Thanks, y'all.